Hey, and welcome to the Humanity Church Podcast. So excited that you're here. We hope that you enjoy this week's talk and it really connects to your life in a meaningful way. If you're live in the Pomona area, we would love to have you at one of our gatherings at 10 a.m. or at one of our humanity groups that meet all throughout the week all over the city. If you want more information about our community, you can go to www.humanitychurch.com or download our app on your phone on Apple or Android. If you like what you're hearing here and want to continue to support the ongoing work at Humanity, you can text the word Humanity Church, one word, to 77977 and give back financially in just about 10 seconds. Hey, and here's this week's talk that was given live at our Sunday gathering at Humanity Church. Well, good morning, Humanity Church. How you doing? Happy New Year. Welcome to 2022. I can pull a dad joke and say, I haven't seen you since last year. Uh, but it's so good to have you guys here. Hey, we're gonna start off our gathering a little different this morning. Um, every Sunday I get up early and I uh, look over my talk and I spend some time in prayer and just like ask God, hey, is there anything else you want in this talk this morning? And I felt like this morning God said, I want you to start the gathering off with prayer as a community. And I was like, okay, anything specific that you would like us to pray for? And I thought, like, you're normal, like, pray for our nation, pray for the sick, pray, you know, all those things. And, and God said, I want you to pray for the church this morning. That, like, he's, I was, like, super clear. And um, I realized, like, going, coming out of 2020 and 2021, it's been a rough ride for, I'm not, and when I say the church, I'm not just talking about humanity. We're certainly going to pray for humanity, but just like the church, right, this last two years. And as we enter into this Next year, 2022, I really felt like God was saying, I want you to bless the church this year as we step into this new season and all that God has for us in front of us. So I'd like for you to do something a little different this morning. If you would just stand with me. And um, if you are, if you're comfortable, I, I'm gonna ask you to do something that like I don't ever ask people to do because I don't like doing it. But if you wanna grab the hand of the person next to you and we're just gonna, as just an act of solidarity, we have sanitizer in the back if you need it later. <laughs> um, and we're just gonna pray that God's spirit would be on his church this year. And when I talk about the church, let me just say before I start, I'm just talking about like the, the church around the world, the movement of Jesus that is so powerful and here at Humanity Church as well. So let's, let's pray together. Let's join hearts and join minds and spirits right now. Jesus, we thank you that you came and you sacrificed for us so that we could be connected to you, but not just so that we could be connected to you, but that we could be one with one another here in this space and around the world, God. I thank you for this movement, your body known as the church, God, and how you have created a network, a family, an army, a, a, a community of people who are committed to live by faith, to be known by love, and to be a voice of hope in the world around us, God. God, I pray that you this year would strengthen your church that you would strengthen your body, God, that this would be a year filled with power and awe and beauty and wonder and miracles, God, that as we come together and rise up and take the place of the children of God that we are called to be as the family of God that we are called to be, God, that we would see people drawn in, God, from the loneliness, from depression, from anxiety, from isolation, and into a space of connectedness and community with you, God. God, I pray that 
everywhere there is hopelessness and everywhere there is despair, everywhere it seems like there are circumstances or situations that are unovercomable, God, that the church would be there to step in with, with passion and purpose and power, God. I pray that every single person who is connected to this movement known as the church, who is listening to this right now or later on the podcast or the YouTube, God, wherever they're at, God, that you immediately right now would inform them of their power, their authority, God, of the, the, the passion and love that you have filled them with to give away, God, and may you knit us together. God, we know that you have promised in your word that, that the gates of hell itself cannot stop this movement known as the church, God. And so I pray that whatever attempts uh, are thrown at us this year, whatever challenges are placed in front of us, God, whatever temptations we come against, whatever struggles are put in our path, God, that we would be found faithful and we would be found powerful and we would be found so filled with love and wonder and faith and hope and beauty and joy and kindness and goodness and gentleness and God, that, you, that the world around us would just be in awe. God, the last two years have been a challenge for your movement, for your body. And so I ask that this year would be the year that we rise up and that we take our place, God, as the movement maker, as the future creators, God, as, as the culture developers, God, that we would be those who speak into the darkness, God, and bring the light, that we would speak into the chaos and create beauty, God, that we would speak into the hopelessness and create hope, God. May it start with us first, God, and ripple out. And I pray specifically for our community, our family, the body here, known as Humanity Church, God. I pray that this year that you would fill us with so much of your spirit that we would not know what to do with it, God. That our homes would be strengthened, God. That our workplaces would be impacted. That our schools would be influenced, God. That everywhere we step foot, we would recognize it as us bringing the kingdom of God into those places together, God. I pray for every humanity group, God, that you would fill them with your spirit, that as they go and they connect to their neighborhoods and their, their networks, networks and their households, God, that, that you would draw people in. God, I pray for our worship gatherings here at the Fox Theater. God, that you would infuse them with your life and your love, God, and that you would draw people in to this space, that we would be uh, constantly having people on our mind, God, that we are longing to bring into this space, that, that need to know you, that need community, that, that are going to be future movement makers here with us, God. So we are so grateful that we get to be a part of this space in this time and this moment that you have ordained us to be in, God. That, that before we were born, you decided that we would be here in this space in 2022 to continue the movement known as the church. And so, God, we know that there's, there's a lot of flaws, and we know that there's a lot of things that need to be cleaned up and, and reformed and reconstructed, God, and, and we will follow you and no other voice into that space because you are good. And this is your plan, not ours. This is your movement, not ours. And so we follow you wholeheartedly into it. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You guys can grab a seat. 
Well, we're gonna do something a little different this morning that we like to do at the beginning of the year and we like to get really focused on where we're headed for 2022. Now, I don't know about you, but I like, in, in my mind too, I like to think of these moments as like a fresh start. Oftentimes people talk about the new year as a, a cleaning of the slate, have a brand new start, everything gets to like be renewed here in this moment, but that's actually not the case. I, I, I hate to tell you, right? You came in with the same habits that you had last year into this year. You came in with the same mindset that you had into this year. I know you bought that gym pass, but you're still flabby, right? All right, so we're here, right? It's just the same, right? We're, we're, and I get it, but, the, but these are moments that are reset moments for us, and God does give us reset moments to pause, to evaluate, to reflect, and to say, what's next? Where are we headed? And all throughout the scriptures, you see this, that God sets up these reset moments for his people to step into. In fact, every seven years, there was this festival of Jubilee, and it's, it's one of my favorite things in the scriptures because every seven years, what would happen is every single debt would be wiped clean. And like prisoners would be set free if you had some type of like thing going on. It, every, it was like everything was wiped and you had a reset. I mean, could you imagine if it was like, if this was the year of Jubilee and you woke up and you had no more mortgage payment, there was no credit card payment, your car was paid off, your kids' college loans were paid off. That'd be awesome, right? And God intentionally set these up in the life of his people so that every seven years there could be like a, hey, no matter how much mess I got myself into or no matter how overwhelmed I am, there is a reset that I get to step into to have something brand new take place in my life. So we all need these moments to have a fresh start to step into. And the word that the scriptures uses to talk about these reset moments, these moments where we get to have something new take place, the word that the scriptures use is renew. And the word literally means to make new again. Re meaning again, new meaning new. And, and so we have these renew moments where we get to renew our life, to renew what's happening around us, to make new again. I mean, if you have a driver's license, you get to renew that thing every so often. I just had to renew mine just a few months ago. And when I went online to renew it, there's an option. Do you want new or renew? If you already have it, the only option is renew, right? You can't start a new one because you already have one. And so you click renew to renew your driver's license. And when you renew it, it gives you another seven years or so to drive on the freeway legally or to drive on the streets legally. Now, what it doesn't do is reset your driving record, right? That'd be nice to just say, hey, let's like wipe that puppy clean. There's nothing on your record. You're good to go. But it does say, hey, you have the privilege to keep moving forward for at least another period of time. You get a fresh go around to step into that space. And all through the scriptures, they talk about this process of renewing, the need to renew, to have a reset in our lives. In Psalms 51.10, David says, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit in me. Because how many of you know your steadfast spirit, like that strong, like, hey, I'm committed, I'm in, I'm determined. Your steadfast, steadfast spirit, it, it wears out over time, right? Like how many of you are like, have a steadfast spirit for some things in 2022? And you're like, yeah, let's go. Let's just be honest. We know by March, your steadfast spirit's gonna be a little worn down, right? For some of you by Monday, your spirit's gonna be a little worn out. But, but it, it, this is why we need these renewal moments because we come back to God and said, God, I'm tired. I've used my energy. Renew this steadfast spirit in me. Make it new again. In Isaiah 40, 31, it says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Again, 
We, we start out strong and then we need this renewing process to make our strength new again. And of course, Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform anymore to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. See, what I love about this is that we are called to continually be in the process of renewing. It's not, hey, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't say, do not be conformed by the pattern of this world, but be transformed by, renew, and go ahead and renew your mind. It says renewing your mind. It's an attitude. It's a lifestyle of saying, I'm going again. I'm making this new. I'm going to step into the new space again. And God, all throughout the scriptures, he is in the business of making things new. He is in the business of taking the record and taking everything that has come and taking our past and taking everywhere that we've been and not necessarily erasing it, but saying, I'm going to take all of the stuff that you've been through and you're going to pause in this moment. I'm going to make you new. And all that stuff that has been in the past that was, that was a liability will now become an asset as you step into the future. All of those dumb choices that you made back there, they're now going to be an amazing story of hope and redemption as you move forward. All of, those, all of those places where you have been that you felt hopelessness and you felt despair and you felt depression and anxiety, all of those things are now going to be a powerful story moving forward as I allow you to step into spaces of hope and renewal and faith in those spaces. It transforms the old into the new. Now, oftentimes in the faith world, when we talk about this process of renewing, we talk about it as if it was some type of like voodoo magic, right? We're just like, like we just sit back and let God do it to us, right? You're just like, renew my mind. Is it renewed? I don't, I don't know. Renew, right? And then we think maybe we do it louder and harder, right? Renew my mind or whatever it may be. And we think that it is a sit back and let God do the work of renewing our mind. But actually in the scriptures, there are times where it says the Lord will renew your strength. He will renew your steadfast spirit. But we are actually called to renew our mind. That is our job, to go through the process of that. It seems like we are renewing our mind as we renew our mind, then God transforms our heart. That as we decide, hey, I'm going to have a new way of thinking. I'm going to have a new way of engaging the world. I'm going to have a new perspective. I am going to take that on from the Lord. And as we do that, he then transforms our heart so that we follow through in a brand new way. So we start living in a brand new way. And part of the renewal process is looking to the new thing that God is calling you into. And that is a discipline. That is actually a very counterintuitive discipline for us as human beings. To pause and to say, there is a clean break now from what has been, and I am going to start looking towards what's ahead and the new thing that God has coming for me and the new space and the new life and the new attitude and the new way of being that he's calling me into because so much of our life is looking backwards to inform us of who we are and what we're capable of and what we're not capable of and all the mistakes we've made and what those mean about our future and we have a tendency as humans human beings to love looking to the past to inform us of what's possible in the future. And the only thing that that guarantees is more of the same. Now look, you don't even have to be a person who like dwells on the past. It just naturally happens. It's like in the background operating system. And this is why the scriptures tell us that we have to actively be in the renewing of our mind because the default is looking to the past. 
Your default is looking to see where have I been, who have I been, and how is that informing me of where we're headed now? In other words, at times, we drive our lives with very little intention. There's not a lot of like, hey, here's where I'm headed, here's where I'm going, here's the destination. We just allow what has been to dictate where we can and can't go, and then we find ourselves somewhere. Have you ever found yourself driving driving without intention and you end up in a weird destination? I mean, I can't tell you how many times I have left the house to go to the grocery store and I end up at the office. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right? And I get to the office and I'm like, why am I here? What was I doing, right? (laughs) It's a little scary because there are times where I'm like, I don't even remember how how did I get here, right? My mind was somewhere else while the car was driving and that happens so often. Even this last two weeks with the outbreak of Omicron and seeing the news that has come out and and seeing what's happening in the world around us and getting phone calls from so many friends who said, hey, I was was infected. I want to let you know we have a lot of our team that are out because they're infected. Everyone's doing well, seems like. And I found myself going, oh, no, this is just like March of 2020, Anyone have that feeling right now? Does anyone have a little bit of like a deja vu feeling? Like, oh no, oh no, we can't, we can't do this again, right? So there's this feeling of, I don't want to go back to where I have been. And then there's this anxiety of, oh no, what does this mean for my job? Oh no, what does this mean for my finances? Oh no, what does this mean for the world around me? Oh no, what does this mean for my family? Oh no, what does this mean by, for our church? What does this mean for the community? What does this mean for fill in the blank? And all of a sudden, we start looking to the past to inform us of what's possible in the future. And as we're looking back on our lives and allowing it to inform us what's possible, we end up crashing our life somewhere and saying, how did I crash my life? How did I get here? How did I find myself completely broken down in the middle of all of this? Or worse, we just drive aimlessly and there is no crash. We just drive. And we find ourselves in meaninglessness, just going about life ambivalently, apathetically, going somewhere towards the future. And then when we find ourselves in destinations we weren't supposed to be in, we find ourselves anxious or we find ourselves depressed because we're just driving through life with little or no destination moving forward. And so today, as we enter into 2022, my request is that we as a community, even those of you who are joining us online, that we would pause today and get clear about where we're headed in 2022. Now, there'll be opportunities for me to tell you as a community where we're headed over the next few weeks, but I would actually like to start with you getting clear about where you're headed in 2022 as an individual, and that will support you and us in where we're headed as a community. In Ephesians 5:15 through 17, Paul says this. This is the version of the message. He says, so be careful how you live. Be mindful of your steps. Don't run around like idiots as the rest of the world does. Instead, walk as the wise. Make the most of every living and breathing moment because these are evil times. So understanding, understand and be confident in God's will and don't live thoughtlessly. If there was ever a relevant verse for us right now, I think this is it. <laughs> Let me just read it again so you can capture this moment because Paul was writing this thousands of, thousands of years ago. And, oh. And, <laughs> and this is what he has to say to us. He says, so be careful how you live. 
Be mindful of your steps. Don't run around like idiots as the rest of the world does. Instead, walk as the wise. Make the most of every living and breathing moment because these are evil times. So understand and be confident in God's will and don't live thoughtlessly. See, as we enter into 2022, that's what I long for us as a community, to take advantage of every living and breathing moment and to not live thoughtlessly, to take advantage of every single moment that we have been given here on this planet. So we're gonna do a little work together this morning. For those of you who are introverts, this may be a little painful, all right? But for those of you who are extroverts, welcome the introvert in and be mindful, all right? So on your chair when you came in, you had two pieces of paper and a pen. Make sure that everyone has one of those. Pull it out right now because we're gonna do some work. This is a little little different this morning as we step into this together. What I'd like for you to do is on your paper there that says Designing 2022, I'm gonna give you five minutes. And what I'd like for you to do is spend five minutes just with the Lord. Now, for, the, for those of you who think, what does that mean? Just start out by asking God, hey, God, what is it that you would like me to give myself to in the 2022? Now, this is different from a goal. I'm not talking about like making $100,000. I'm not talking about like specifically, hey, I'm gonna discipline my kids better or I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm talking about who you are committed to be as a person, all right? Where, where, where is your intention in terms of the impact that you're gonna make on others? When people are with you, what are they gonna experience? And so I'm gonna give you five minutes and just ask the Lord, hey, Lord, what is it that you would like me to give myself to, to focus on in 2022. Now, you also have a list of intentions there. We gave you a list there, just in case you're like, I have no idea. You might go through that list. And if you go through that list, just start circling the ones as the Lord brings them to mind. Like, hey, yeah, these seem good. These seem like they're right on the right track. And what I'd like for you to do is to narrow it down to your top three. When you're like, hey, of all of these intentions, of all of these futures that I'm gonna create, of all of these impacts that I'm gonna have on people, these three seem like the top three to me, all right? So go ahead and do that. Spend about five minutes and you can write those three on that paper that says Designing 2022. So I'm gonna put five minutes on my clock. I'll be right back and take some time and fill that out. All right. You should have, if not already, get your top three down that are there. And here's what I'd like for you to do. I'd like for you to find one or two other people, all right? So that's groups of three, not four or five, all right? And not by yourself. If you see someone sitting by themselves quietly, invite them in, all right? So find one or two other people. And what I'd like for you to do is just quickly share your list and let them know here's why, all right? It doesn't have to be like the giant Dr. Phil version. You could just be like, hey, I chose the word passion because this year I'm committed to be more passion in my workplace with my kids. I feel like this year I've lost some passion. And so I'm really looking forward to being fully present with that, all right? So find Find another person, most three, and I would like for you to share why you picked your top three, what you're looking forward to with those, and we'll go from there. You'll have another seven minutes. Go for it. Wrap up your conversations. All right, here's what we're gonna do now. Now that you have, hey, here are my three intentions for this year. Like, this is where I'm headed. This is what I'm committed to. I know you're only supposed to pick one, but we're doing three today. You got extra, all right? So... 
it, talk is cheap. It's one thing to be like, hey, I'm gonna be more passionate this year. I wanna be more faithful this year. I'm gonna be more joyful this year, whatever it may be. But I'm gonna ask you to put some actions to it. Now, here's why New Year's resolutions fail. I'll tell you why they fail. Because we put the action before the intention. We look at, here's the, here's the action that I wanna create. And then we say, oh, and it's because of this. So it's usually like, I want to, I, I want to lose weight because I wanna look better, but we don't actually get the intention behind it. Like, hey, I'm committed to being healthier. I'm committed to living longer. I'm committed to whatever it may be. And so we're flipping the script now and we're clear about, hey, here's what I'm gonna create in 2022. Here's what God has called me to be for others, for the world around me. And what I'd like for you to do is come up with three action items that you are going to give yourself to, and here's what I'm going to ask you to stay connected to, just in the next two months, all right? I'm not going to ask you like, hey, I'm going to do this over the next year, just for the next two months, and I'm going to ask you to make them really simple, all right? I'm not going to ask you to go like change the world, like, hey, I'm going to go volunteer at a soup kitchen five days a week or whatever. Make something really manageable for you, and if you think that it's like, hey, it's too small, it may be too small, but that's okay if you're committed to it, it like, hey, something is better than nothing, right? And so what I'm going to ask you to do is basically look at what you said, like, hey, I'm committed to being joyful this year, I'm committed to being passionate, I'm committed to being faithful, I'm committed to being integrous, whatever it may be, and then come up with some action items that will support you in that. Now, now, two things. One is, I'm going to ask you to have them all be actions that you're going to take, not things that you're going to stop, all right? So not things like, well, I'm going to stop smoking, or I'm going to stop eating bad, or whatever. I'm going to stop, you know, yelling at my kids, whatever it may be. Just things that you're going to start. So if it, like, hey, I, I, it may be like, hey, I'm going to start walking 30 minutes, or I'm going to start meeting with this person, or I'm going to affirm my kids three times a day, or whatever it may be uh, for you. So come up with something that is an action, not something that you're stopping, something that you're going to do, all right? And the other thing is I'd love for you to make one of them something that you're going to commit to with humanity. So it could be as simple as like, hey, I'm going to check in with someone in my humanity group once a week. Or it could be, hey, I'm going to show up on time. Or it's, it could be, hey, I'm going to invite one person over the next two months to join me at a humanity group or at a gathering, whatever it may be. It could be, hey, I'm going to start serving or I'm going to be more faithful in my giving this year. Something that's going to support you in those intentions here at Humanity Church, all right? So take about, again, these are going to be really fast, but take about five minutes and come up with three action items that you can do over the next two months that, that you know, hey, I can do this. Don't, don't, take the mountain on. And write those down. Let one of them be something that you're going to be committed to here at Humanity Church. All right, take five minutes, do that, and then we'll come back together. Go for it. All right, so I'm going to ask you to take this paper and put it on your Bible or your refrigerator, whichever you open more, all right? And, and make it seen. If you're married to someone, share it with them on their way home. And let me just tell you, this is really something cool to do with your kids as well, to ask them, hey, what is it that you're committed to this year and what's one thing you could do that we could support you in with this? And here's the thing that I know is that provision always follows vision. And so if you're, God's always like, hey, who's like, who's committed? Who is in? Who's ready to roll? And, and then he's like, all right, great. I see you. Now I will give you everything you need to move forward and to continue stepping into the future that I have for you. So I'm so excited for us in 2020. We're going to move into this year with intention, commitment, drive, 
And we're going to see God move in some really powerful ways. Next week, we're starting a brand new series called Disciple. And we're going to be talking over the next few months around what it looks like to really step into following Jesus with passion and purpose and power um, as we step into this new year. We've got a lot of amazing things planned for you over in 2022. And so welcome. It's going to be exciting. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Humanity Church Podcast. We hope that this was a meaningful experience and we look forward to connecting again next week for another conversation around what it looks like to live by faith, to be known by love, and to be a voice of hope. Again, for more information about Humanity Church, you can visit us online at humanitychurch.com. And if you want to support the ongoing work here at Humanity Church, including this podcast, you can give online in about 10 seconds by texting the word Humanity Church, one word, to 77977. Thanks and have an amazing week.